Well, oh, hello. Welcome back, everyone. It's so good to be back. So, it is. Mr. Herlin, how was your Thanksgiving? It was very good. Um, thank you for asking. Um, you know, the traditional turkey, um, less than nine or eight people, whatever it was. So we were trying to be good. We wore our masks. That's Believe it or not, we had the windows open even. Wow. So we tried to great. do our part to be responsible. How about yours? Mm-hmm. Mine, ours was very low key. It was just. Other people or Three. Three. Um, that's one was an animal. Um, it was my <laughs> husband and I and little Otto. And um, it was great. It was a great uh, relaxing day and relaxing weekend. So it was good. We're back. We're back not only um, in oh, person. Yes. Um, we're not back from only uh, Thanksgiving, but back in person. So it's good to be back. And we're looking at continuing our third installment. And uh, again, this is from the Go Guardian 2020 State of Engagement Report. And there's just so many things um, in this that are really, really good. And we wanted to really take the, you know, pretty much a month we're looking at, I think, another installment next week at least, and trying to just um, really break this down. And hopefully it's it's helpful for you. It's definitely helpful for us as well. So um, we're going to look at today. Uh, factors that influence student engagement. So reading from the report, it says, in addition to the factors of engagement that live within the education system itself, um, the researchers found that engagement can also be heavily influenced by factors that are specific to an individual student, which is where we're always trying to get to, right? Like that personalized experience. And one of the things you know, speaking of coming back from remote to in person, that's been something we, you know, teachers have been talking about like crazy the last few days again is getting them engaged online. But now that they're back here, you know, how do you keep them going? So, yeah, it's that constant yeah. pivot. So, this is what this in particular is speaking of is the varying levels of access to resources, which became hmm. more prevalent. This is so timely that we're we're yes. talking about this now because um, it does vary the, the, the levels of access to resources that the students have. Um, and how does that influence their ability to succeed in the classroom? But also, how does it affect the level of safety and security that would allow for them to focus on their schooling at all. So all good questions. And the first factor that we're going to start with is access to resources and situational stressors. Wow. Yeah. What, what a perfect segue into <laughs> it's this. Just week. What we were saying. Yeah. We were just talking about last week, some of our frustrations that we've experienced with students and access. I mean, I don't know about you, but I spent one class period just chatting with the kids on Zoom because they, you know, um, our internet was um, sketchy here, so it wasn't, it wasn't, I wasn't able you to. You get the robotic voice. Yes, yeah. yes. Well, what was interesting is, um, again, they're, they're mentioning here um, that, I'll just kind of pointing out what they say here real quick. Um, access to resources and external factors was a prominent discussion in their research. And, and again, it, it they're estimating somewhere around 20% of a student's ability to engage in class appeared, um, you know, whether or not uh, there was a presence of a parent or guardian who actually understood what was going on and what were they actively involved in the student's learning. So that right there goes to say that if you have a parent or guardian that's available, understands what's going on and is involved in assisting the students, that can help engagement quite a bit. Yes. 
because if if um, the student doesn't understand what's going on or to find information, um, how to even just, let's say, find a Zoom link, they're disengaged. If the parent can't help them, then you can see where it's like easy for them to just totally disengage right. because they, they're feeling less power, you know, in, in their ability to go ahead and join on right. and, and engage with what we're trying to teach them. Again, having the, the parent there, and it, even in regular, so to say, school in the past, mm-hmm. you know, when we make calls home or you send emails, you have discussions, if you don't have the, you know, the, the teacher, the student, the parent connection, and all three working in tandem or together, it's really tough, mm-hmm. you know? It is really tough. Um, the other thing is, like, at this time, you know, we saw several people standing in line just trying to get food so the the mm-hmm. other point that this um talk about situational stressors yeah factor in it said um before a student can focus on their academic social and self-growth they must be able to access the most basic necessities like food shelter food, and clothing right? yeah and safety so that mm-hmm. was by maslow oh yeah and that that's nothing new but i feel like throughout this time especially those aces and we're going to dive deeper into that in a later um podcast but that that will take its own um take its own show because that that actually is a huge huge factor in their success and what's really and i you know it just reminds me and about how thankful and how blessed most of us are because it's really honestly hard for me to even comprehend that. Right. Like I never have had a situation ever in all my life that I've had to worry about food. Right. I mean, yeah. Or, I mean, just take a look at me, but <laughs> you know, but a, a roof, roof yeah, all those head, things. Safety. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. blows my mind that like, like I said, I'm sitting here with my mouth wide open. You can't tell that, but like, like I can't get, I just, I can't even comprehend it. Right. And I think I think um, there's so much of it on television that we do have to be careful mm-hmm. as educators to acknowledge it and speak to it because you right. can become desensitized by like watching all of it on TV and it's like, mm. oh, it's out there. But actually, you know, it's of course it's happening in our schools. Yeah. And so we have to acknowledge it so that we can give kids what they need. And it reminds me of um, one of the, this other tech podcast I was listening to. Um, one of the guys said they were, you know, driving by the stores, you know, with Black Friday and everything going on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they said they saw this line of people down the side, you know, down the sidewalk. And mm-hmm. they thought, it, you know, they were talking to their, I don't know if it was their wife or somebody, but they were saying, oh, look at the line to go and buy stuff. And, and the other person said, well, no, that's a to get food. Food shelter. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, um, so, um, that, that brings us to something that we're doing, um, a tagline that, Mm -hmm. that our, um, administrative assistant has been touting to the kids, don't spread COVID, spread charity. And, Mm -hmm. and we're doing a community-wide food, um, donation. And so if you have any goods that you want to donate by this Friday, December 4th, you know, I, you could drop things off at the school and, you want to um, reach out to us let us know that you're coming yeah. of course before so we can put a box out there you can reach us at chalktalks at gmail.com mm-hmm. sure um so yeah what's some another other factor? well some other resources um the degree of access to technology uh, and their skills are huge factors in predicting the ability to succeed 
Right. Um, so you have to really consider, you know, what are people's disparity as far as, you know, what they have available as far as technology even. Um, and kind of going back to what you kind of just said as well, you know, if you don't know where you're going to sleep at night, who cares about your homework? If you don't know, you know, that is your homework. If yeah. you, you know, finding a place to to sleep, yeah. looking and for food. Technology resources. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't know who to connect with at the school, then right. you're going to struggle with, you know, popping, you know, getting dropped because your bandwidth is being overtaxed or whatever at home and then trying to pop back in. And that causes some gaps in your uh, education as well. So and so the often school is taken on yeah. a responsibility of providing that supplemental support at home because right. a lot of parents are working during the day. Right. So it's I guess it's kind of no surprise that when you really reflect on it. Why aren't a lot of students, you know, at least from a teacher perspective, you, you know, we all feel yeah. like why aren't students doing a lot? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe there's maybe they don't have the parent or guardian support at home. Maybe they have issues with food insecurity. Yeah. Maybe they don't have, maybe they're not even in their own home. Maybe they're, you know. Right. Who knows? Exactly. So I um, guess that when you think about it really and reflect on it, and then given the fact that like, I personally can't comprehend that. Yeah. Ever. It's kind of maybe, you know, maybe that's a lot of the reasons why. Yeah. And this is why um, I think for our school, that's why it's so important. We wanted to be in person because being being able to see the kids being able to assess what their needs are the school does have the resources sure. in many cases to provide that support you know and and we've been pushed to become more creative in order to mm-hmm. give them that support that they're that they might not be getting um so what's what do we have next then? um well i think it leads into so this that's kind of like an overview of what mm-hmm. we're going to be talking to about uh, speaking to today but but one thing is just their prior experience with a topic that's a huge factor in determining their engagement and just to give you a little background it says for example um, what makes something an engaging learning experience an elementary student from a small k through eight um school replied when we learn something we learned before like our teachers have taught it before and or we know it from like our siblings or like this is a student answering or like it's something we learned in the past in this example the student expressed how her familiarity with the topic can make her more or less engaged with the subject and having a negative experience can just shut the door before it's even open yeah exactly so that's another factor was it a positive or negative experience so mm-hmm. yeah that's interesting well think about it. i mean do you have any of those classes in school you know where you know that you had a bad you know you're not really into or you had a better bad experience for some reason it can kind of turn you off for any other kind of stuff in the future yeah i can't i mean i loved going to school but i do remember on the flip side of that is when it was timely that my grandfather started talking about his experience as a World War II yeah. soldier. And then we were learning about World War II and, and that that sparked so much interest. And so I kind of geeked out about that in social studies class. <laughs> and then in literature, we started reading Night. Because so it was little, like... It was more relevant. Yeah. 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 And, and it was a way that I could connect with my grandfather. I could say, well, hey, we're reading this book at, in English class, you know. And so that that has that ripple effect i guess yeah. if you can carry it over and and oftentimes too though like we have the spiraling throughout you know the system where you know they have 
American history, you know, in seventh and eighth grade, but they had it in elementary, fourth and fifth. They have it again in eleventh grade. Right. You know, so granted, there's some of that, but there's levels of difficulty, depth of knowledge, all that kind of. And just it goes along with it. Now that we have like modern technology, just different ways to have them engage with it. Like I think we spoke a little bit to that last week about mm-hmm. like sure those battlegrounds aren't there and from the civil or the revolutionary mm-hmm. war with my brother sam is dead but we can use technology sure. google earth to make to, them feel more part of it yeah to take them back mm-hmm. to that place even though it's not sort of exactly as it was at that right. time but you, you know but you get a better sense of it mm-hmm. okay so and the I, last yeah. factor um that we're going to discuss is individual on on this topic um the it's of course comes down to the student. Mm-hmm. Are they interested in that topic? Yeah. So that of course is a huge factor. Um, one of uh, in engaging students, um, he says, I think it comes down to providing things that kids really want to learn, right? Because when something someone actually is interested in a specific topic, they're going to go above and beyond to perform in that. If a student is interested in something, they're going to put more effort into learning about it. Isn't yeah. that true? Oh, yeah. You, well, the, the, again, that's our challenge to try to find ways to put things together to peak their in, to peak the student's interest. Yeah. And, and so, you know, things like the, you know, the Snapchat stuff or the video games or, you know, just simply getting things to they know can identify. your student. Yeah. Like getting to know each student and um, about the relationship, it's all about relationships. It is. So, wow. That. We didn't think we were like, oh, there's only four things. We didn't know that we'd have a lot to talk about. But yeah, um, it went by pretty pretty quick, I think. Yeah. So um, we want to thank everybody for um, listening. As always, um, please write in um, with any feedback to chalktalks at gmail.com. And again, we want to thank the Go Guardian um, again for this wonderful, you know, state of engagement report. And if you, um, would like to read that or view it and it's on any of our episodes here that we've been doing and i'll put a link in the file or link in the show notes as well yeah and next week we're going to get into indicators of engagement this was by far my favorite part of yes, the whole report the, because a lot it's of like, it there. like it's how be a long can one. you help student um foster student agency so what can students do and how can we help them do it in mm-hmm. terms of engagement so all right. As always. Well, thank you for breaking off a piece of the chalk with you. Yeah. Yeah. Have a good afternoon, evening, morning, whenever you're listening to this. Yes. Bye-bye, so everybody. Have a good week. Oh, thank you.